Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to share your voice. I do want to thank you for listening, and especially thank you to those that listened to the last podcast and reached out and uh, gave your condolences over the passing of my mother. Uh, do appreciate it. I haven't gotten to respond to anybody. Just just haven't been up for, for that part of it. Today, going to be a little bit of a lighter lighter subject, uh, but I will give you a little bit of an update on, uh, on that. Um, I'm going to be going to a service for my mom in Iowa, which is where, where she was from and grew up, and I will be speaking there. So we'll see, uh, you know, if I feel like sharing maybe some of the things that, that happened with that. Uh, because uh, what is it? I think Seinfeld had a, a joke that the number one fear that anyone has is public speaking, meaning that uh, at a funeral, most people would rather be in the casket than in front of it giving the eulogy. So there won't be a casket, but I will be uh, saying some words. That's the plan anyway. So... Today's topic is how to share your voice, because it was really beneficial for me to have this podcast where I could share what was going on in my life and help make sense of it. And hopefully for some of you, it benefited your life to hear what I had to say on a topic that can be challenging or difficult. And that's a lot of what I like to do in this podcast is those moments, those things that come up in life that are not easy or they, we feel like maybe they should be easy, but shit, no one told me how to handle that situation or what to do. Or That's the great thing about being human is we don't actually have to learn everything the hard way. We have our ability to learn from other people, learn from other sources, take that in and use that so that when we come across situations, it can be a lot easier than if we just had to do it all on our own, is we get the benefit of every other human's experience on this planet. So what I want to ask you is, is there something, some information, a skill, or an insight that you feel all the people, or even if it's just one person in the world, would benefit from knowing what you have to say? Because even if it just impacts one person, which sometimes uh, is, is what I feel like I'm doing sometimes, that to that one person, that's impacting their entire world. So that really is world changing, even if it's just one person, it's that one person's world. What is it that you might want to share? Are you currently sharing that? If not, what's holding you back? I know there can be lots of things that are obstacles from like, well, maybe I, I don't exactly know what to share. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what my gift is. Or maybe you do know what the gift is and you're like, I don't know if I'm ready yet. Maybe it's just not the time or maybe the world's not ready. And that's not what I'm going to be talking about today. As challenging as those are, many times in our lives, we get those challenges overcome and then there's just one more challenge left to face. That is, okay, I know what to share. I'm ready to share it. I know that people want to hear this. How the fuck do I get this message out to people? Because there's actually a lot of ways to share your voice. There's videos, there's books, there's blogs, there's social media. And then there's podcasting. 
once you do choose which arena you want to share in initially, because that can also be an obstacle is, well, I want to share in all of them. Just pick one, pick one thing, one place, one area that you want to share in. And once you do that, then the obstacle is like, all right, I've picked podcasting. How the hell do I do that? So today I'm going to give a little bit of a lay of the land of if you've decided that podcasting could be for you, how would you actually go about it? What are the things you have to consider? Um, I'm planning to put out some additional information so that you can get some real specific things. But just in this episode, I just kind of want to give the lay of the land to sort of wet your whistle on, hmm, maybe that's actually not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Maybe this is something I can do. Because I've been doing this podcast for over two and a half years, getting closer to three, and have well over 100 episodes. This is going to be episode 110. And when I started that two and a half plus years ago, I was like, I want a podcast. How the fuck do I do it? And I have a background as an overthinker, want to do everything correct, want to do things properly, all of that. A lot of it can be unnecessary. And you can just simplify a lot of things. And that's, that's what I'm going to give you, the, the tidbits of areas to consider that you could simplify. Then you can go and do your own research. Or if you want to reach out to me, by all means, uh, looking to have something available for those of you. Because I know I've got things I like to share. And I bet you do too. And I would love to hear them. And I'm sure other people love to hear them. Just let's find a way. And if podcasting's your way... You don't need to agonize over how many luffs you need to normalize your audio to. And you might be like, what the fuck is a luff? Don't worry about it. That is one of the things that could be important. Yet, if you do things uh, in maybe my recommended ways, you wouldn't need to do that. In the notes, you'll be able to kind of like see the, the list of things. So I'm going to just kind of go through one by one of several things. Like One is you, you want to know who it is you want to share this information to. For example, podcasting might not be the best medium if your ideal audience, for whatever reason, can't listen to too much audio, or they don't have the time, or that's just not the preferred mode, right? Like maybe there's some place where uh, they just, they can't listen. Or podcasts are ideal, but for them, short chunks, five, 10 minutes is ideal. Or they prefer long form, like really get into something really meaty. And knowing your audience and the language, you want to speak to their language. So, for example, for me, I like to speak to people that are just a little bit kind of fed up with maybe how they've been living a traditional life, maybe that corporate world or other professional type of world. And they're open to, hey, can there be some other stuff? Can life be more fulfilling? How do I do that? So I'm bridging all of my history from like yoga, meditation, qigong, really esoteric practices of, of meditation, spirituality, and I'm breaking those down into simple everyday language that a professional could easily understand or somebody that just, they're not into that world, but I know that they can totally benefit from it. So I'm very careful with how I bring topics and other people and I make sure that I'll I'll check in if somebody or even myself does want to use sort of a jargony woo-woo type thing like I'm not just going to start launching into the, the the chakras I'm going to describe you know what a chakra is and why that's going to be relevant to someone who's never heard about chakras or maybe they have and they think they're dumb because 
in a lot of ways, if something doesn't benefit your life, then it kind of is dumb. And I feel that as my job is to translate stuff that I know into a way that my audience can understand. And so that's going to go into choosing the format. Is it just going to be like I do where I mostly, it's just me talking one-on-one? Or is an interview going to be better? Or is it going to be editing various pieces, bringing clips, things like that? And then you also want your title to speak to that audience that you're connected with, right? Another thing that's important is your podcast art and music. One of the things I really like to use for pretty much all of my art lately is something called Canva, uh, canva canva.com. It's kind of like uh, what was Adobe Photoshop or something like that, but it makes everything super easy to use for digital distribution. So you can literally just like type in podcast cover art and it'll have templates and then you can just change and put in your title and your picture and things like that. And it's super good. It's super easy. If you listen to most podcasts, they're going to have some intro and some outro music at the very least. The most important thing that I've learned from everything I've seen is don't use anything copyrighted. So like, yep, you might really like the Rolling Stones song, Start Me Up, because he's just like, yeah, fucking reminds me of Bill Gates in 1995, launching Windows 95 and dancing around like a dork or whatever. You don't, don't go there. And you're like, but Justin, I hear other podcasts using copyrighted music and things like that. You might notice, though, that they're usually affiliated with a really large podcast producer, which has likely gone and secured the rights. Because nowadays it's so easy for uh, machine learning to go and crawl audio and just try to pick out anything copyrighted and go against a check and go, oh, you didn't do it. And then you can be getting an email or a cease and desist or who knows, something worse. So just don't go there. There's lots of ways you can get free or almost free or licensed music that you can use on your podcast. Because you do want to have you know some good intro, some good outro, some transitions. Actually, one of the most important things that can make your life a whole lot easier is who's going to host your podcast because a lot of people think that well that's that's apple Podcasts, right like i go to apple Podcasts, and there it is that's where the podcast is nope apple podcast is just a directory so is spotify so is podcast addict so is amazon most of these they just serve as directories so it's just a place it's you know kind of like google like Google doesn't host any content. You just go and you search for uh, nude pics of cats, and then it goes and finds where the nude pics of cats are. It doesn't actually host the nude pics of the cats. Maybe it does do some thumbnails, some other things like that, possibly, possibly. But it is not the primary host of the content. So you need, as the podcast owner producer, you need a place that's going to store your podcast so that it can get distributed out. And there's lots out there. The one that I use is Buzzsprout. So when I started it, did a lot of research and I found it's a really good balance of money and features that work for me. So I've been really happy with, with Buzzsprout. Fantastic. And they do a lot of stuff to make my life easier because I used to just do this all on my own. I've since brought in Joey, who's been helping so much with a lot of things. Um, and we'll kind of get into the concept of editing just a little bit. 
your podcast host, they can do things like help you get on all of the directories where they, you just basically like click buttons or that gives you instructions, which is what Buzzsprout does. Um, I don't really get too much from Buzzsprout. I might put a referral link somewhere where it's maybe it's something like we both get a discount on our services or something, but by all means do your own research, find something that works for you. Another thing that Buzzsprout uh, has is it will do mastering. And if you're not familiar with mastering, basically what it is like your audio levels could be too low, could be too high. Maybe there's just something wonky like maybe you did an interview and somebody's volume was high, somebody somebody's audio was low. You might notice that usually when you're listening to anything, everything more or less is at like the same volume. Everybody's voice, everybody's all the sounds, music. Sometimes that actually ends up being annoying when there is a big dynamic uh, difference, like when the dialogue in a movie is low and then the music and the special effects are really fucking loud. So that is often a thing that people do not like. Thanks to AI now, Buzzsprout has a feature. There's another one I think it's called Audiology, where you can basically just put your audio into it and it will auto-magically master it and go and set it to the right volume level depending on where you're sending it to. So for a podcast, I think it's something like a negative 16 LUFs, from what I recall. You can, it'll just automatically do that and it'll sound great. It's really, really awesome. So then the other thing that's important is what are you recording on? So you do want to get some good equipment. The better the equipment, the better the raw audio is going to be. And then the easier a lot of other stuff is going to end up, right? So, you know, good, good equipment is good, but good equipment does not beat great content. Some of my best downloaded episodes, I just recorded on what I had available because I had something important to say. And because the content resonated with my audience, that ended up getting really, really good downloads. So don't let not having a good microphone or that keep you from getting your message out. Absolutely. When it comes to editing, what I like to use is a program called Audacity. It's free on Mac and on PC. So you don't even have to spend any money on that. And there's tons of tutorials that can tell you how to use it so that you can, you know, put your music in, you can maybe take silences out, all sorts of things. It really is professional grade quality sound editor for free. It's fantastic. I, what I will say is that editing, even if you try to keep it simple like I did, it can still, you know, end up adding 20 to 30 minutes or up to an hour, depending on how involved you want to get. And if you're already spending time planning your content, then time recording it, and also time thinking of socials and things like that to market your podcast, are you really going to want to spend that extra 30 minutes to an hour? Because for me, I found that uh, it was preventing me from doing more episodes. I was like, oh, I'll just do it whenever I feel like it. Finding an editor can be really beneficial. Uh, there's services out there. There's places like Fiverr. And then the other benefits of working with someone else is that they can listen to it and find things that maybe you could improve on as far as, you know, how you speak, how you convey your message, stuff like that. So really, really helpful. Otherwise, you can just use Audacity to record yourself. We already talked about mastering, which is making sure the audio levels are, are correct. There's ways to get that automatically done 
Audacity can also do that um, as well. So once you've got your podcast sort of set up in your host and you've recorded an episode, so the important aspects are going to be the title. It is important that you say whether your episode is explicit or not. Then also your podcast art would go there. Uh, description is going to be part of that. And then usually you just, in your podcast, let's go like publish. You can either publish it now or you can schedule it. Because if you ever notice that most podcasts, it's like usually every Sunday around midnight, that's when their episode drops. So a lot of people like that. So if you're going to have a regular consistent one, you can use the scheduling feature to make sure that your audience has a consistent experience whenever there's something. Now, just because you've published your podcast out to all the podcast directories and it's available, doesn't necessarily mean anybody's going to find it. Hopefully, you've titled it using some relevant words so that if somebody is looking for Newt Cat Pick Podcast Weekly and you put that was like kind of the name of your podcast, they could type that in and they might be able to find you. Chances are there's going to be some other podcasts in your area that likely will be coming up first and you might not be as discoverable. So you're going to want to promote and market. The best is if you already have people that know you, like you, if you have an email list or friends, just tell them, hey, I got a podcast, here's what it's called, or search for my name. The next would be you can use your social media presence. So Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever you're comfortable, just putting out to all of your friends, connections, whatever, like, hey, I have a podcast, here it is. Then there's also paid promotion where you could advertise it on socials or through Google ads or uh, you know, have your podcast advertised on other podcasts. That's not really something I'm a super great expert at yet. I do my best. Uh, my editor, Joey, he also helps with the promotion and the socials and things like that, which has also been really, really helpful and beneficial to, to get that. There are services that they specialize in promoting podcasts and just about anything else. As you've seen or heard after just kind of going through, like, yeah, there's a good number of things, but it's not actually that hard. And most of the things, you only have to worry about it one time. And then after that, the only thing you really need to worry about is coming up with an idea, getting it recorded, and then getting it edited and published. And then you just rinse and repeat and build your audience and build your ability to, to do it better and better. And you're getting your voice out there and people are gonna resonate and learn and get to benefit from what you in your unique life have had a chance to learn from and grow from. And they're not going to have to go through the exact same struggle that you did, which is exactly my intention with this episode is that if anyone else has been wondering about doing a podcast, now they have a little bit more of the lay of the land. Whereas maybe before it just seemed like this insurmountable, like Mount Everest that needed to uh, be done. I have had people been reaching out and going like, hey, I've been, I think now's the time to do a podcast. Like you give me some tips. And I'm like, well, if these people are interested, maybe there's some other people that are interested. I hope this gave you a start. I am looking to put together some other material that in each of these areas tells you exactly what it is I do and how I do it. So if you're interested in that, find me on social media, send me an email. Also do go to YouTube, Justin Wink PhD, subscribe to my channel going to be starting to do monthly meditations going to be ways for you to relax recharge and reconnect 
so that you can live a fulfilled and successful life. With that, I thank you and good day. If you want to contact the show, email me at podcast at justinwink.com. That's Justin, W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, Justin Wink, PhD, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes, and it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. It's on YouTube, and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there. 